0: So I decided I was going to do a theme. And then I got excited. I said, oh, if I'm going to do a theme, then I'm going to do a song. And I was like, oh, if I'm going to do a song, I'm going to do a quote. So I have a quote, a theme, and a song for me as well as my guiding word this year. Well, my theme is, I shall not be sure. Okay, that sounds like some Shakespeare stuff, but it's not. I shall not be sure. So every day I repeat that. That's my theme for this year. I shall not be sure. I am not going to live in the shoulds because I don't have time for it. Y'all understand that? We don't have time for the shoulds. You see, to spend time shoulding is wasting God's precious gift of this moment. You only have 18,400 seconds in a day. So don't waste one of those moments, not one, on a should. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Powerful. Hey, Powerful, it's your girl, Bridget Brown Jackson, and I'm so very excited to be here with you today. Yes, this topic today is like uh-huh, powerful. Oh, yeah, that's the name of this podcast. All right, all right, we're going to get into it in just a minute. What I need you to know right now is please make sure you like, subscribe, and share. I ran into somebody recently and they said, oh my God, Bridget, I listen to your podcast regularly. And I said, wait, I didn't know that. I haven't heard from you. So I need you to do a review. Please go to Bridget Brown Jackson forward slash podcast and leave a review. All right, let's get into this topic. How many of you are always telling yourself what you should be doing? Okay, I need you to stop that. Come on back with me in just a moment. Let's talk about Stop Shooting. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Hey lady, so you've had success. You got it going on, but you still know there's something missing. You know so much more, you want so much more. So stop, get the help and the support that you need. Stop thinking about it and just be about it. You tried it your way, now get a coach. Go to simplytomorrow.com. That's tomorrow.com. All right. All right. I hope y'all ready. This is a powerful conversation. Stop shooting. Come on. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Come on. Raise your hand out there in that virtual world. If you have said this, I really need you to stop. So what sparked this uh, idea to do this particular podcast topic was a friend of mine said a quote. And it, ooh, you know how you just hear something and it resonates with you and you can't let it go? That's how this quote was. She said, somebody that mentored her told her, guilt seeks punishment. Come on. I heard that mic drop. Guilt seeks punishment. So I added to that. Guilt is just an emotion. It tells you that you broke one of your standards. That all it simply is. Is simply an identification of what the guilt is coming, where the guilt, rather, is coming from. That's all. Guilt is not to hold us. So don't. Forgive yourself. Let's move on. Don't let guilt hold you hostage. All right? I need you to get your next incredible. So you probably need to stop shitting. So, you know, I love to do my threes. So here we go. Three things I want you to take away from this podcast. Number one, create benefit intentions around the topic of shooting. Okay. I want you to create the benefits and not of the shooting, but the benefits of not shooting. I want you to be value centered. Okay. So we're going to reframe. We're going to talk about value centered. And third, I want you to accept reality. <laughs> Y'all ready? I know I am. All right. Number one, create benefits uh and intentions. So focus on the benefits. Stop focusing on what you should have done and focus on the benefits. And what I mean by that is, let's say, for example, uh you're feeling guilty because you have a lot of work piled up. Okay. Whether you work a nine to five, whether you have a business, whether you're a parent, whether you're in ministry, no matter what your uh, track in life is, we all have some type of work that's incomplete. And we're like, oh, I should be doing that. Oh, I should have got that done. Oh my God, I should have made that phone call. Let me tell you something. Statistics say that we have on average 40 hours worth of incomplete work. So the average person has about 40 hours of incomplete work. So guess what? Uh, Don't let the guilt get to you. Stop shooting and realize it's a reality that we won't get everything done, but reframe it. So that's in that case. But maybe you're saying I should. See, for me, it was procrastination. Uh Uh-huh. I was a major procrastinator and I kept saying, but I should have did this and I should have did that. So finally, I started writing my book, Powerful, Growing You and Unlock Your Purpose, right? As I'm drafting it and as I'm collecting it and I'm getting together, my mind is starting constantly going back to the 21 years before when I first started writing it. The 18 years when I put it back out again and I start writing it. And I was, all I was writing, um well, about the first chapter, I got out of that after the first chapter, it was like, but you should have did this. You should have already had it done. Instead of being in the intentions of the benefit and the benefit of writing it right now, well, 2019 or 2000, sorry, that was my first book, 2021, when I wrote Powerful, I needed to create. A benefit intention. The benefit of writing it in 2021 is I was a more improved version of Bridget. I was a certified coach. I am certified in disc instruction. So now I understand better. So as I was writing that book, I was a much more informed person. Now, should I have written it back then? Yeah, that would have been nice. Because then I would have a, a, a new iteration of it but it didn't happen. So I couldn't spend time on the shoes. So I need you to get out of the shoes. Stop spending time in the shoes and let that go that way. So don't let that guilt get to you. Remove yourself and talk to yourself of why you do it. So why did I want to write the book so passionately in 2021? Because I had gone through in those 21 years from the first time my pen hit that paper and I started writing to the moment I actually did it, I had really impacted thousands of women through my career, through my ministry, through my personal relationships, through my networks. And I had something amazing to be able to share. Now, the book is not just for women, but women are my clients. And so You need to create a benefit intention. So the thing that you keep telling yourself you should do, instead, take it away. And what is the benefit in doing that thing? Not talking from a level of guilt, but a level of empowerment and about the benefit. All right. Number two, I told y'all this was going to be juicy. I'm enjoying myself. I'm getting excited right now and thinking about all the rest of my day, the rest of my week, the rest of my month. Just knowing and understanding this. So, I hope you are too. So, get back to number two. Number two, be value centered. In other words, what's the value at? Okay. So, look at the thing that you keep saying, I should do, I should be, you know, instead of saying it that way, think about the value. So, change your language. Instead of saying should, this is valuable. So, one of my biggest things, in the past, have been follow-up, okay? Until I started working on it. And so I would procrastinate. Come on, raise your hand if that's you. I know I'm not by myself. And so instead of getting on myself about procrastination, I changed the language to, this is valuable. So guess what I do now? I time block. And why I time block? Because this is valuable to me, owning my day and owning my time. I love to say time allocation because I don't believe, and that's my belief. I'm not imposing that on you. I don't like the terminology time management because we cannot manage time. But what we can do is allocate our time efficiently and effectively. So just reframe it, reframe it. How are you reframing? Use alternative vocabulary that's healthy and more acceptable. So let me tell you why. We have a thing called a RAS. Now, if you're a loyal listener, you know I love to talk about the R-A-S. So the R-A-S is our particular activating system. It's the part of us that God, God just amazing. Come on, y'all. Y'all can stop right there and just say, <laughs> God is amazing how he created us. The scripture even says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so I love the fact that he made us so amazing that we have this RAS that's our filter and it only it leaves out things that's not insignificant have you tried to figure out like uh, oh I forgot that person's address that's because your RAS is not letting me come in because it's like that's not significant look it up google it do a um, locator find on your phone tell the person to send you their location you know it's not something that you just really have to have so our RAS filters out what's important and it lets us only keep in that information. So, for instance, if I keep saying should, 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 I have put that vocabulary into my psyche so much that my RAS says, oh, that's important, let it in. So, I need you to stop. We're not going to let it in. We're going to use alternative vocabulary. And again, one example is saying, this is valuable. So instead of saying, man, I should really work better at my relationship with my daughter. Instead, I value having a relationship with my daughter because so I call my daughter or when my daughter calls me, I answer the phone. My son calls me even sometimes in the middle of uh, work time. I answer because it's valuable. That relationship is valuable to me. And so allow your RAS to work for you, okay? And then number three, accept reality. Come on, I need you to say that. Accept reality. So when I mean reality, I wanna talk about the reality of us being a solical, okay? And that word is S-O. U-L-I-C-A-L. Okay, the educator in me just took you on a, a lesson. <laughs> Y'all know I still love to be a teacher. Haven't been one. Ooh, well, I guess I am still one because I'm always teaching. But I haven't been an official teacher in a classroom in decades. But I still love to teach. Okay, I digressed. I'm sorry. All right. Accept reality. We have emotions. I need you just to process that. You have emotions. We have emotions like anger, jealousy, happiness, bitterness. So we have all of these emotions. And sometimes we have the negative emotions and we say, I should not be angry. I should not covet. I should not, now there's some things you should not do, but we're human, so some of the stuff is gonna to come to us. But it's how we treat it when it comes to us. How we allow our RAS to say, eh, you cannot come in. Back up, back up, back up, not allowed, right? But some stuff is going to come in. Some stuff is going to come because it's important. We're gonna have anger. And there's nothing wrong with being angry. Just don't lay in the anger and don't keep it. I recently had an issue where I had somebody come at me and it really disturbed me. And if you know me, I'm a very calm person for the most part. And so um, I had to do some talking to myself. But guess what I didn't do? I didn't say, Bridget, you should not act like this. Instead, I reframed. So I did what I said in point number two. So understand you have emotions and stop saying I should not. One of my main ones is fear. And I'm like, you shouldn't be fearful. Well, no, we're going to be fearful because fear shows us something. Now, don't waddle in the fear and use the fear to identify what's going on and then move past it. For example, fear is just telling you to prepare for something. You're feeling fearful because you think that you are not prepared, okay? For instance, um, losing a job. You fear, I can't find another job. You fear, I can't pay my bills. Rather than if you lose a job, why not reframe it? The value in what I'm feeling right now is I can elevate myself. I can work on building myself to be better for the next opportunity. So reframing, there's nothing wrong with having the fear, but just don't lay in it. So our emotions are helping us. That word fear damages our relationships with ourselves as well as with others. So we don't have time to be sitting there talking about should, because again, it gets into our psyche, and we cannot really be empowered because we're so worried about that word and what it is doing to us. That word with other people. Come on, I know I'm not by myself. How many of you, you are literally saying, "Well, this should be with this person." Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll use myself as an example. Um, I've had relationships. And I thought the people should be like this or should do this. When we take off those expectations and just live in the moment, we can do some amazing, amazing things. So let's take that should away. Here's why. When we put should, especially on ourselves and other people, then we start experiencing The emotion of disappointment. And guess what disappointment is telling you? You expected something to happen and it didn't. So just realize that and move on with that. But we stay stuck because we keep saying the word should rather than understand I was disappointed. This didn't happen. OK, move on. That person did not have to sh- you should didn't have to be a part of that equation. OK, so remove that word as much as possible. And what you'll see happen is over time you will stop saying should. So the reason why we're actually talking about this, too, as well, is because every year I do a a word, a guiding word. Been doing it for some years and my word this year is freedom. And so along with doing a word, I decided I was going to do a theme. So I got that from this book, 12 Week Year. I've read the 12 Week Year for the past couple of years. I espouse to it. I use it. It's transformed my life. So I decided I was going to do a theme. And then I got excited. I said, oh, if I'm going to do a theme, then I'm going to do a song. And I was like, oh, if I'm going to do a song, I'm going to do a quote. So I have a quote, a theme, and a song for me as well as my guiding word this year. Well, my theme is, I shall not be should. Okay. That sounds like some Shakespeare stuff, but it's not. I shall not be should. So every day I repeat that. That's my theme for this year. I shall not be should. I am not going to live in the shoulds because I don't have time for it. Y'all understand that? We don't have time For the shoulds. You see, to spend time shoulding is wasting God's promises and his precious gift of this moment. You only have 18,400 seconds in a day. So don't waste one of those moments, not one, on a should. Because shoulds aren't that important. So here's a little quick thing for you to do before we get out of here. I teach this to my clients. I teach them this ABC method, right? And so if you're ever trying to change a habit and to say, to stop saying should, it's a habit. If you've done it like me, I did it most of my life. And all it did was bury me with a lot of guilt. And remember, I told you what guilt is. All guilt is, is saying that you violated a standard. So how do you stop feeling guilty? Promise yourself that you're not going to do that again. And so we, we don't because we keep saying I should. So every time you say I should, you're bringing back that guilt to your psyche. So stop. So here's a good way to stop. Don't just say, I'm just going to stop saying should because that's not going to happen. If you want to change a habit, The best way to change a habit is create a new habit. Okay? So here's how you can create a new habit. I call it the ABC method. It's not mine. I got it from Dr. B.J. Fogg. He is bad to the bones. He has a book called Tiny Habits. Okay? So ABC, anchor, behavior, celebrate. So there's some behaviors that you're already doing. If you want to create a new habit, anchor, the new thing to a behavior that you're already doing and then celebrate, okay? So if you want to stop shooting, bring it to your conscience, and then you're going to take it back to your subconscious. Okay, let me help you understand that if that went over your head or if that was kind of like, sometimes I have to, read stuff, listen to stuff twice because I didn't process it. So I'm not belittling anybody. I'm just saying sometimes it takes a second time around. So here's what I mean by that when I say that is that you want to always come back to your conscious, the thing that you're thinking of, but then subconsciously, that's where we spend a lot of our time. And we have so many thoughts in our subconscious that again, we're not even thinking about and about 90% of our thoughts. So scientists say anywhere from 12,000 thoughts to some people say as high as 80,000. I try to stick around 60,000. Okay. So let's say you have 60,000 thoughts in a day. 85 to 90% of those thoughts are repetitive. With another 80 to 85% of those being negative. Ooh, you hear me? So that's why your RAS is so important. You can't let that stuff get, so it's your guard. So you can't let stuff get past there, all right? So I need us to stop that. And how we stop that is creating this new habit. So every time we hear ourselves say, I should, or think I should, we're gonna just start working on replacing that, okay? So the first thing that I would tell you to do if you are my client is spend a day recording yourself or just consciously thinking about it. If you hear yourself say it, um, keep a notepad with you, or you can do it in your phone and write a tally mark. For every time you have that thought of guilt, that thought of, oh, I should have did that, right? And then start working on the new habit. So the new habit, the way to do it, I'll give you a quick trip that I did with with, uh, myself and being a better, more efficient educator. So one of the things that I had to do was uh, be more visible, Because I would get so caught up in certain things at times that um, when it was time to do uh, the annual report, it was time to do a lot of task oriented stuff. I could kind of let that stuff get me caught up and then I do my people stuff. And that's who I am. I'm people centered. And so what I would do was put coins in my pocket and I would move coins from one pocket to the other pocket every time. I had a a effective interaction, not just saying hi to somebody, but I wanted to make sure that I was really, really engaging my staff. Right. And so you can do that same thing with this. Stop shooting. So every time you hear yourself um, adding value, so we're going to work on the value side of it. Remember I said, this is valuable. So in me, instead of saying, um, oh. I didn't get that uh, that project done. I should have finished that. Well, instead of saying that, I now say it's valuable for me to get this project done because I promise such and such and such, okay? So when I say this is valuable, I'm gonna take one coin to the one pocket, my hand on my desk, wherever I'm gonna have the coins and move them over. And every day start doing that. And I promise you, within a month, two months, three months, you will not look the same. Because now you have programmed your conscious man to be in the subconscious where all of those you know repetitive thoughts are happening to change and to squash out the negative. And so saying I should is on a negative sense versus say. I value, that's on a positive note. All right, this has been my time. I hope this has blessed you. Remember, create the benefits, be value-centered, and accept the reality that we live in a human body and that we have some emotions because we are soulful. All right, I hope this has truly blessed you that you start changing your internal dialogue um, again, I'm your girl, Bridget Brown Jackson. I am your partner in success. If this blessed you, please make sure you like, subscribe, and give me that review. I said that very slowly because I need your reviews. I would love to share with other people how this is blessing you. And you do not have to leave your name. You can say anonymous, but I would love to know your names. Um, because I would love to shout you out. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the time because I don't take it for granted that you took time out to listen to this podcast because you could have been spending these moments, these precious moments doing anything, but you chose to listen to me, to invest in yourself and develop yourself. And I'm so glad. Thank you so much. You know, I love to end my saying, coach me and I learn, challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. You are a powerful winner.